Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience, a podcast confronting current events, politics, comedy, and calamity, all from the perspective of a trans titaness. She's a verbal black belt, skilled in the art of roasting, the hellmouth, doomsayer, CEO of the Amazon position. Here's your host, Cameron M. Terrell. Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience. I'm your host, Cameron Eileen Maharet Terrell. Say it with your whole chest, a.k.a. Tranos. Once again, telling you to say it with your whole chest. Or I will show up to your house uninvited and I will eat everything in your refrigerator without permission. (laughs) This is Tranos and the Lived Experience, the show that told you don't ask for shit, don't touch shit, don't look at shit. We got McDonald's at home. I swear to God, I probably just told my daughters that without the McDonald's part uh, on the way home, though. Yo, I bet you you couldn't wait until you were an adult so you could be like, we have McDonald's at home, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The it's like it's like the, absolutely. Absolutely. No, we, we want McDonald's. We got McDonald's at home. We got McDonald's Shut your mouth. at home. We got we got Wendy's <laughs> at home. I can't. I, you know what? That's the only thing I hate about now having kids. I wish I had the power to just look a child in their eye and break their spirit. sometimes it's sometimes it's necessary but uh it it can be you know when you see like when you see the world crash and it's like you know you help create that world for them you're just like you see that you're like oh oh that sucked but at the same time it goes around comes around um yeah exactly yeah today's episode is called uh beyond the beef uh, as always, this show is brought to you by the meaning of music and marijuana. Today's song selection is What's Beef by the Notorious B.I.G. And today's uh, strain is apple fritter. And once again, my hands going all over the place. A true wheat strain known for its powerful, relaxing high put out by Lumpy's Flower. The apple fritter marijuana strain is reported to cross sour apple and animal cookies. According to Leafly reviewers, apple fritter effects include feeling relaxed, giggly, and tingly. And that's exactly what the fuck I'm going to feel when this episode is over with. <laughs> well, I'm doing that. I, I'm feeling uh, giggly and tingly right now, and I'm sober right now, but uh, uh, the, the good stuff will come a little later. But you can feel free to send that my way, too. You know? oh, oh, you already know. You already know. We're going to have a session. Um, so... With that being said, you hear an additional voice on the episode today, and I'm a little bit more upbeat because, you know, normally Tranos and the Lived Experiences is about some real shit. But, <laughs> but, but today, I got a I mean, it's, you, you, can, you can have the real shit with me, but there, you, there is absolutely no way as any locker room we've been in or any match in front of a crowd we've been in together will, will tell you there is absolutely no way there cannot be any shenanigans when the two of us are in a room together. Oh, yeah, there's definitely going to be some pops today. Um, can, uh, I got a special guest today. Please introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is John Samino. I go by the name JC Money in the professional wrestling world. I'm a podcaster uh, that goes by his government name uh, in the podcast world. And uh, let's see, leader of the business. Um, tried, uh, I've tried my best to be a leader in life. Uh, proud dad. And uh, I had to bring this for you. This is what before we uh, before we uh, went took the air and I said I had to go off camera. I had to get something for you just for you. Oh, what is it? I have to bring the original, uh, the original Big Blue, just oh. because uh, you know you you took that you took this from me, but it was one of my uh, proudest uh, 
proudest series of matches that I had in my uh, comeback. So oh, I had no. to bring this here for the occasion. Don't try to make me cry, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 so today, like what we're talking about is like, hey, we sound jovial and we sound like really like 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 close friends when we are. But there was a period of time, like, because wrestling will do this shit to you. There's a period of time where we, we were like bitter rivals. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, it yeah. feels like it was so long ago now because, like, I, it felt like, like, and, I, and tell me if I'm wrong, it felt like we both just mutually was like, that's not important anymore. Yeah, it was, uh, if, I were, if I recall correctly, I think when we came back to, um, in contact with one another, it was in, like, a, a, some OSPW show. And uh, we just kind of walked in. We saw each other and we just looked at each other and was like, ah, come on. And and yeah. that really, that was it. <laughs> yeah. And I think the next time we saw each other after that was at like one of the fucking fabled Huberfest. And we just kind of yes. shot the shit the whole time. And like, it didn't feel like beef because like what happened in our relationship is like, we were like roommates. We like lived together. No, we were, you were, you were my, for all intents and purposes, uh, uh, my, my road dog, you were, uh, riding shotgun the entire, you know, every, everywhere, everywhere in that beat up ass 91 Cavalier with all our soda bottles and shit in the back seat and on the, on the ground in the back. Cause there was Scissor no cups. passengers in the back, scissor <laughs> cups and the whole nine, right. You know, we, you know, go, going just, just hitting the road. So, uh, you know, it was, uh. It was it was it was a fun time. So yeah, it was a fun time. And then uh, not to get not to dwell on it, but there, I believe what happened between us was there's a human wedge. Yes, I'm just gonna yes. say it like that. I'm not calling that person out. I'm not saying their name. I'm just gonna say there was a human wedge, and that's how. It well, started. that that you know, ironically enough, uh, 20 years after that, uh, you know that that common denominator is still there. That particular human wedge. Um, is still there with with several other things. I had to really put that put that motherfucker on blast. Uh, you know, last night, you know, continuing to try to assassinate my character for the the dumbest of reasons. Right. And I just, you know, I don't, I don't have time for that shit anymore. Yeah, that name gets no play here. We're not even going to dwell on his ignorant shit. And, Thank and, and God. If you, and if you listen, <laughs> and if you're listening, you know who you are. I would send shots at you, but I don't care. Yeah, that shit I will. Fuck age. you. I'll just yeah. say straight up, fuck, fuck you. That, right. that's I'm, a, I'm a co-sign there. Fuck you. You you heard him. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, like I just um, I wanted to like talk about like how you restore a relationship after that, and it's really weird because it's not that we forgot what happened; it's just that we really waited out. Like we're both adults now. Yeah, yeah. Like we both got sure. things going on, well, and like I, it's I, just not important. Yeah, well, I think a lot of that, and <clears throat> unfortunately, you know, I know you mentioned uh, Huber's name earlier on, uh, three years uh, anniversary uh, this this past uh, Tuesday, and so I really, you know, hate that it took something like that to kind of you know truly wake me up as yeah. a person, um, and I'm not just saying from just the the wrestling aspect. I'm talking about life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but really, that was the I was kind of like on the on on the the cusp of of getting it, right? right. Um, and then that happened, and then I began to just I don't know. People just kind of you know came to me and would talk to me about it. They knew we were friends, and and just seeing how much that one person meant to so many people, um, 
it, to, to me, it, it kind of put really put everything in perspective, like what's really important, you know? Yeah. And that's, and, and, and that, you know, kind of set up a whole thing. Like for me, just really looking at myself as a person, like, yeah, I, I say now control the controllable yeah. is really, you know, you can control the controllable. Right. And, you know, not don't sweat the things you can't control. And if you do that, I think you find that, you know, life is life rips. Right. And it's, and pre- it's pretty awesome. The crazy part is I wanted to learn that skill so much younger. And it took me until like people started falling dead around me. Like it, yeah. for me, it really started like the whole switch in my brain started when my mother died. Mm-hmm. Like just the the the, uh, the realization of like we're not finite at all. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you, you question your, your mortality when it comes to, you know, things like that, whether it's people close to you, people your age, um, people you grew up with. Right. That, that really kind of begins to, you begin to question your own mortality and, and what, you know, legacy, if that's, you know, important to you, what, what memory you're, you do, will you leave behind and, and really getting to the point when you're alive and, and understanding that you have so much control over that. Right. And, 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 you know, what you do with that can really dictate, like, I, I mean, I'm sure we can get into, you know, some of my life experiences and things like that, but, you know, just now I look back on, you know, and, and reflect, I don't look back and harp. I look back and reflect because I know that, you know, present day 43 year old me would look at 23 year old me and smack him upside the head and be like, dude, Come on. Uh, 43 year old me would look back and be like, Ayo, don't go to that girl's house. (laughs) (laughs) You got free steaks out of it, though. Several times. But like, (laughs) I think what happened, like being like on on a serious tip, what really happened for me was when my mom passed away. Like I I took inventory of what was real to me. And I was like, Mm. I'm, I'm living this facade. Most of my friends don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm not sharing who I am, and it's coming off as just like brooding and angry all the time. And it was because yeah, I was right, right, was- yeah. And I and I know, and I I I remember vividly, um, you know, 20 years ago in your previous form, you you were like hinting, but you weren't saying because I don't I don't know if at that point in time you had fully embraced it or knew, but you had a feeling, and I remember you saying something's different something's different and i'm just like and i'm like it's you know kind of go through with you know just be you just do your thing you know whatever and i remember um since you had you know told everybody who you are yeah and and made and and made the 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 transition um you're just if i felt like i saw you just exhale finally it was like you know it was like a 10 ton weight pulled off of me and yeah what, what you were like when i was trying to hint to you back in the day is because like we were best friends we trusted each other and mm-hmm. the human wedge and i'm gonna be I, I, this is probably your first time ever hearing this the reason mm-hmm. why i didn't come back I, come out then i tried to i told everybody mm-hmm. i was remember i told everybody i was bisexual i do remember that yep and i told you and the wedge and my brother mm-hmm. and two mm-hmm. people out of the four of us decided that like outing me to others was cool yeah. And that's when I just became a ball of anger. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember I remember you telling me that and I was like, all right. 
cool. You right. know, like that's that's you, you know. All right, I'm not, you know, that doesn't mean, you know. And and I never and and I never really understood the old-timey like logic or or ideology that people have when, you know, people are you know their their true authentic selves. Like it's not supposed to be this way. Well, why? Because it's written in some fucking book in the Stone Age. Like, you know, like I, I don't I don't understand that. Like people are who they are, and that is that's that's the thing about life. That's the beautiful thing about life is we are who we are and we are uniquely who we are. And who who what I don't know. I guess I just I hate when people like cast judgment or throw shade because something doesn't align with what they were scared to believe when they were younger. You know what I mean? I found that makes any sense. It makes a lot of sense. But I found that in those instances, because literally it was a situation with a human wedge where they mm. think they decided every time they were going to think about me, that they were just going to like lead with like, oh, like Gabriel Saint is is gay. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, I, I remember listening to a podcast that you were on with that, with that said individual. Yeah. We almost, and I, that could, day. and I could tell in your voice, you were like, what the fuck am I doing here? Right. And I could tell in their voice that they were like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, right. which isn't, which is par for the course for that right. individual. But you know, it, it, I remember listening to that and I'm just like, Hmm, wish wish she would have just come on my network and 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 told her story there because um oh, you know like, i don't know if you remember it was very like volatile because like what their what their goal was was to try to gotcha moment me yeah and i think yep. uh it was the wedge and then blood and then you know both of them are problematic as fuck uh don't even get me started on blood yeah that dude's freaking just like just wild and just like sit in the room with me and like for some reason felt safe enough to like disrespect me to my face i don't know if you mm. realized like how short that episode was it was because like fisticuffs almost ensued like i'm not i'm not gonna lie um i whenever that is that that episode you know those episodes on that particular network air there's always like a stream of music playing in the background and it makes it incredibly difficult on top of their shitty equipment that mm. they have there. Um, it, it's very, very difficult to listen to. So I, I listened to enough that got me to the point of like, all right, they're, they're, they're pissing off my sister. They're pissing off my friend. I know. I, I, I knew exactly what you were, what you were thinking. And I'm just like that this. And so I stopped listening. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I, I, can't I, don't, I never listened to the whole thing. <laughs> right. right. I like shout out to the wedge for uh, being uh, present on the internet for 20 years and, and having an accumulated 20 listeners. <laughs> 20. That's, that's 18 too that's, much than uh, look, that was on me, his YouTube. That's me being generous as fuck. Cause you know, some of yeah, those goddamn is. minions will listen to that shit. Um, thinking that it's going to skyrocket them. Yeah, um, yeah, indeed. But like, yeah, like it was just, it was that constant pressure. And I was always walking around mad. And like I, the, the number of times this person picked an avatar to face me was so yeah. weird. Like uh, me, and, uh, me and Ish talked about it back in the day. You know who I'm talking about. We talked about it back in the day. Uh, used to go by the name Gabriel Soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I was I like, hey, that. like, no hatred to you, but, like, this person did this to you to try to get at me, and that's really weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, 
Yeah, we, we don't want to name names, but uh, I, I feel if I start going on a tangent, I am name dropping and uh, I'll, I will save that for my podcast or my Patreon page, um, especially, uh, you know, it keeps they keep running their mouth. Uh, you know, I, I have the I have the means to record watch along videos for a, a, a failed attempt at a mixed martial arts that no longer exists. So, uh, you know, Ooh, I want to see that. <laughs> um, <laughs> may or may not have already done it yeah i'm gonna say this person's name i'm gonna say this other avatar's whole government though because like they came at me wrong and then powered down when it was time to fight shout out to horace white oh fuck him wherever like wherever <laughs> you are dude like you got played out by tiger smith he talked so much Ooh, i said his name oh well there's the wedge <laughs> oh oh um don't Uh-oh, say it. Like, we, if we say it two more times he's gonna pop up yeah, uh, no, he's nope. is and he's popped up. He's popped up in my feed too, uh, the last couple of days, and and I just, I just, I said what I needed to say on on Perez's <laughs> uh, on Perez's status. Right. So, like, um, if you hear a chirping in the background, it's because I am the stereotypical black, and I am not changing the batteries in my <laughs> smoke detector. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, That's I, all right. The, la- think- the Latin side of me's got it going upstairs too. I ain't gonna lie. It's upstairs, uh, upstairs from the studio where I'm at too. So you can't hear it because there's it's a ways away. But no, it's I'm like in the, over this studio I, is indeed a studio, and I refuse to be gaslit by the man. Yeah, tell right. me when to change batteries. You chirp on, chirp, <laughs> chirp on, you crazy diamond, you. Right, like I like um getting back to it. Like yeah, like I there were so many times like I had to take a break from the internet at one point. Mm-hmm. Because I just felt like there was so much, and I, I, I think right around the time my mother passed, I was like, "All right, so I've been called gay in the public sphere so many times, and the thing that's making me upset is that we need to set it straight. I'm not just mm-hmm. gay. Mm-hmm. I'm trans. I've been trans the whole time. I've had to mm-hmm. sit in locker rooms and listen to the F slur be dropped constantly." Um, mm-hmm. I've had people attack my character solely based upon what they believe my sexuality is. And like, I was just boiling with hate. And I think one of the first people I actually talked to about coming out before I did was Huber. Shout out to HB2. Um, mm-hmm. And like, they just put things in perspective. One, the anger. Two, holding on to so much right. resentment. Yeah. And it, we- it will, it will it will really, you know, harm you in more ways than just the mental. Right. Aspect. Physically, it was doing stuff to me. Like I, mm-hmm. uh, uh, right before I left wrestling to start transitioning, I was like losing clumps of hair. I, I was fluctuating in weight up and down. Like I went from like 180 pounds to like 260. Mm-hmm. And, and not the healthy 260. No, not the healthy 260. And like, I'm still battling with that. Like, cause I get depressed and I put on all kinds of weight, but I'm still yeah, figuring yeah. that out and like talking about it and being healthy about it. First off, therapy. Like, uh, yeah. I think immediately after that conversation, like I put myself back in therapy because I kind of knew what was going to happen. I knew that I was going to lose a whole bunch of friends. I knew yeah. that some people who had beef with me were going to capitalize on this moment. Um, the the number of times I heard people, and uh, shout out to the people who are in my immediate circle for thinking that I don't know that you did this. Telling people that what I am is a gimmick, Ooh. a phase, 
Uh, shout out to the one of the worst human beings I've ever met, Ian Decay. Um, <laughs> Ian Decay oh. messaged me on Facebook and was like, congratulations on being your true self. I kind of always felt like you were like a tranny. And I'm like, bro, you Seriously? just like called me the T equivalent of the N word. Wow. And he was like, so what is it like for? Like, is it like a gimmick? Unbelievable. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised by that considering the name. He, a resident uh, grade A restaurant quality dipshit uh, that he is and he always has been. Um, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised uh, hearing that. But again, that kind of feeds back to the old school ideologies of, of people like that. Um, and, and again, the common denominator there is education, right? Yeah. It's, it's awareness and understanding and, and they themselves, I, I find people like that, um, what they project to you or me or anybody, right? It's, it's less about you and more about them themselves and the, the, the resentment and, and thing that they're harboring themselves. Misery loves company. Yeah, they, it really, really does. And, you know, when you as a when you as a person uh, can, you know, kind of break away from that and take a look and understand that uh, truthfully, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Right. Yeah, you know, that's I had at, to the, at, at the core, like I didn't. Mean, and that's what and that's that's what I had to do, particularly after my divorce was when it really kind of started. I hit rock bottom after yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I, and, and, you know, there were some, some things that, you know, I, I, thankfully now I, obviously I didn't act on, but, uh, I think you could put two and two together there, um, where how, how deeply dark I got and, uh, you know, to be able to bounce back from that and get yourself back up to the point where, you know, you always hear, you know, if someone loves themselves, oh, they're egotistical. They got an ego. They're this, this, this. But no, it's not a. There's not a crime to love yourself. I love myself. Right. I love who I am. I love what I've built. I love what I have. I love the fact that me just being me, who I am, uniquely me, uh, means a lot to so many people. And I appreciate. And I learned to not only appreciate that, but just appreciate everything that that comes with that. So I, for me, it was getting myself to a good point with myself right. and having that be the, the minimum, right? The bare minimum. And then everything. And once you get to that point, everything else beyond that is a compliment right. to your life. Cause at the core, you're good with yourself, no matter what. And, and you know, everything else is a compliment. And that's why I, I personally feel like for me, um, everything, including, uh, my friendships. I know you talked about uh, us, you know, a little earlier on where, you know, we kind of had a falling out of the wedge and then we got back together, got back together, came back together, just bullshit through, you know, social media or, or at Huberfest or at the yeah. shows now. Um, but I mean, just even in general, UPW prime example, um, left, left there in 2005 and, and legit, I, I held a lot of resentment and you, you chip champ like a, a mcleod a bunch of them were just like dude just come just ha- talk 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 to each other talk to each other and then finally again you know, unfortunately again you know huber uh when that happened and that situation happened and i reevaluated right. kind of what was important to me like i i couldn't be jc money without you know the involvement of not necessarily upw as a company but the brain behind it in in Hellcat, 
he was the one that gave me my tryout. He was the one that gave me an opportunity at UPW to help kind of lay that foundation in the very beginning, that very first show, um, and kind of helped, you know, give me that confidence to say, JC Money, the character, is, you know, couldn't can be a larger than life, even though he's not, but can be larger than or project to be larger than life and use that mentality in the shows to make the audience feel okay, he's different than right, right. You know, this person, then this this guy in his gym shorts that I saw at Walmart the other day. This guy dresses nice when he when I do see him out and about, like maybe, you know, and and right, right. you know, that came from that came from him. And and that was when I uh, you know I looked at myself and I'm like, okay, well, I know he and I had a falling out, but at that point it was, I think 16 years prior to that. Yeah. And so what was it about? It was about a disagreement behind the scenes regarding wrestling. It yeah. wasn't anything personal. Um, and I'm just, and at that point I, I kind of reached out and I, you know, I, with that, I, I owned my part in it. I didn't ask him for an apology. I didn't make excuses. I said, I'm not expect, I'm not asking for a booking. I'm not asking for you to reply. I just need to let you know. Right. And then I said what I said, which I'll keep between he and I. Um, and then um, he responded in kind. Yeah. And then the first time we came together, he and I came together and talked, it was like, kind of like you and I. Yeah. It was beyond the beat. Oh, it, was, it was like, that was it. Yeah. And, and, and since that point, I mean, that was in, in 2021, uh, at that point when that happened, um, you know, I, I like to look at things and, and, and take things like, as like signs, right. Yeah. Um, you know, the first match announced back after the COVID, you know, was you and I. Yes. The, a comp the, the company of companies here in in is is lar is largely banking on its gatekeeper, which is you. Yep. And a guy at that point in time that had a history, a, a, a you know, a, an exceptional. I would, I'll put myself over. I had a decent history right. of of you know, but it, it was kind of was I a, was I a nostalgic act was I what was it you know what was it right and they were putting a lot of and I put a lot of pressure on myself there to make sure I was in shape and this and you know um but then you know then you know you fast forward a couple of years now and I mean it, you know it you're there it's it's just it's super cool we have our corner where we sit in yeah. uh the vet's corner, we share a beer after the match and, you know, we're cracking jokes and, uh, you're making, <laughs> you, you make jokes that only you can make, uh, ah. you know, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, cause I don't, I, I don't even think about it. You just, it comes out of nowhere. And, and you always had this unique ability. There's very few people, you, Robert Ezekiel can as well. Shout out to Robert. Uh, shout, out to him, shout out to him. Huber, Huber as well with you, the punchline hits you on a small delay. Yes. Right? So you say the punchline, and then it hits the, on a small delay, and you think, and then you're like, why are my shoulders moving? Oh, fuck, that's, <laughs> fun that's funny. No. And then that's when I'll turn, I'll look at you, and I'll be like, Cam, stop. Stop. You can't. No, just stop. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, think, I think what happened with me was, like, the resentment factor. 
like I've same thing that happened with me. Like me and Mike have had so many disagreements, uh, and we still have disagreements, <clears throat> but I don't take them and hold on to them too much longer mm-hmm. than the conversation anymore. And I do that mm-hmm. with a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. Before you know, the, I, I will, I will say this. You know, it's funny. I don't mean to interrupt you. I apologize. Right. Um, the 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 wedge also had a, a bit of a hand in in that. You know. Why I came back into UPW in 2021 instead of maybe 2011, yeah. right? The wet, it was the wedge. It was that. It was no the, a the lot. human wedge. Mm-hmm. Uh, was literally like at the base of my problems with the wrestling world. Um, oh, a one a wise had, person once said, "A wedge turned upside down is a pussy." It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was so disillusioned with wrestling for so long because, like, not being myself fully in front of people not being able to share like my experiences or those kind of things and then the intersectionality of also being black in the early yeah. 2000s in this area like let's yep. just be real like the wrestling yep. industry here is super racist yeah yeah i don't know maybe now it's probably not um but i definitely back then because of the ian you know you had the ian decays like the those type of people that have finally uh mercifully fizzled itself out to at minimum garages yeah like but um, like look you, you know, still got to look at it from this perspective of like bookings and like mm-hmm. the, the number of brown champions that have existed in 20 years in this area all over like it's yeah it's, it's weird, like, to be in a group of black wrestlers in this area, and we're all like the first champions. Uh, yeah, it was. I think the first in this area. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was JP Black in yep. New Millennium Wrestling? Yep. Um, and that was in two thousand and one. Two thousand. It was two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was two thousand. And then the next time I saw a black champion, it was me. And then you. It was you. <laughs> yeah, it was me. I don't was I, like, yeah, I don't think there was it was ten years later. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean you had the secondary, but it was never the main. Uh until it was te- until I think it was, yeah, ten years later. Was, right. And then after was me was. was coconut. Yep. That's yep. it. Coconut. No, and like Lionel Knight. That's it. Four black uh, champions. I don't, I don't know that I know who Lionel Knight is. Lionel but... Knight's a great wrestler out of Canada. Okay. Him and Carter. I've Mason. heard the name ride together i've heard of carter mason yes i've heard of carter mason they used to ride together and they're like they're both like really good and they were both champions but like lionel knight's the black one mm-hmm. okay. Uh, okay uh carter mason is honorary black i don't care how nobody <laughs> what nobody says like, carter mason is the, the whitest the whitest black boy without trying and, all right it's not That's appropriative fair. it's not him being phony he like oxtails and shit like he's 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 a nigga <laughs> like, there you go there you go cam I cam said, I said stop it. i'm allowed <laughs> we on spotify no. we got a rate we got an adult rating we good oh it's all all good all good <laughs> <laughs> you say you say it i'll just shake my head and go oh boy like yeah, i like, feel like I, you know what i feel like i feel like we are do you remember when dx reunited in like 2006 yes and sean was all old and like you know just like oh my and hunter was like they're like okay well, we can't do the crazy antics that we do in the 90s but hunter's like all right we got to go get we have to go get the spirit squad that they ran into the women's locker room and sean's like 
puts his hand over his eyes and <laughs> it makes Hunter leave. Like, I feel like I'm Sean there where I'm just like, I, I can't anymore. I'm sorry. Leave me I'm, alone. Like, I'm I definitely can't. leading you through the shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think, uh, like, I wanted, like, all right, story time. This sure. is how, this is how Ace Boon Coon we were. Uh, this is oh how- my god, I, that, that terminology! I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was. Uh, I remember that. Uh, we 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 back. Um, <laughs> uh, so this is how close we were. We was destitute, living in the wedges house with no furnace, a refrigerator that uh, like every time we put food in it, it magically disappeared. Yeah, yeah, we found it. <laughs> we found it on the wedge. Right, right. We found it mostly on the wedge. And, like, so we would be, like, just trying to figure out. We used to wrestle in the house. Like, we used to just, like, because we were bored, just wrestle on carpets and shit, have full-on matches. And this is how close we were. I remember this one night where it was, like, 2, I want to say one forty-five in the morning. And I was just like, man, I'm fucking starving. I'm tired of being hungry and, 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 and I'm and I'm a player out here in these streets sort of mm-hmm. <laughs> so I like got up out of my bed got dressed and this is how close we were that like it was this I'd never forget this shit I knocked on your door and I was like hey yo and you were like oh what the fuck like what hey what's up and I was like hey yo you hungry I was sleeping I, 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 you know, contrary to popular belief from from the the wedge uh, I'm not awake at two in the morning I'm in bed at 10:30 every night. Um, no. Right. Like he was he was out in his room and like like in a dead of sleep and I was like, "John, get up. Are you hungry?" And you were like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Hey, you want to go eat steaks at this girl's house? I got this girl cooking us food right now." And you were like, "No, no this is Now you say what you said. What did you say?" Oh shit. Um it was it was one word. It was quick and you started getting dressed like as soon as you said it. You were oh, like, uh, yup. <laughs> oh, that, okay. That word. I, I don't know. I say a lot of one word, one word quips, uh, but I was like, yeah, but I was like, you could have just hit the gong, like the undertaker. Cause I was like, yep. Yes. Up. I was like, it was like my clothes were kind of like full, like, like hovering. And I just kind of got up and slipped right into them. And we got into the Cavaliers and let's go. And we drove into <laughs> the hood. We drove into the heart of the hood. We drove down Ridgeway, past mm-hmm. Dewey, to like I'm not gonna say the name of the place, but everybody, if you if you ever had a boo thing that was a little ratchet, you know where I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> yes. Right. Yep. You yep. Know yep. Where we went. I almost I almost said the name of the of the complex, but no, I won't it, because say it, say it, fuck at fuck one it. point in time it was Ramona Park. Apartments. Yeah, we was in Ramona Park in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what they should have put on the sign: Ramona Park, the heart of the hood. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I uh, yeah, that was that was uh, that was fun. But I I I vividly remember walking in and that and and the aforementioned person. Not only did they have, like, I mean, it was like a, I shit you folks not. You're right. listening here. It's 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, and it's like a five-course dinner. It had a whole nine. And she looks at me, and she goes, what are you? What do you like to watch on TV? I was like, Sports Center. ESPN was up. And I'm like, okay. So I was set, and I was like, go do your thing. We, we went, we ate. Like then I'm gonna tell you we she made the big ass steaks first off, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. scrape with Absolutely. the food stamps, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah, she was ill with the food stamps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she had, uh, <laughs> she made us like these thick ass steaks. She made I, I can't remember if it was mashed or baked potatoes. Mashed. They were mashed potatoes, gravy, green beans. Like it was, it was a spread. It was, it was, it was, a, it was, it was a. I was like, man, holy! I wish it was freaking six and six in the evening, you know. But I, I it was free. We weren't eating because you know. Fat ass was eating all our shit. You know I, what look, I mean. So, if I would have did it earlier, like it would somebody would have tried to come with us. I, oh like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I thought about it. Like we had then, to be stealth mode. I called. I called her and I was like, "Hey yo," and she was like, "Oh, it's like one forty-five in the morning. What's wrong?" I was like, "Well, me and my boy hungry." That's. <laughs> like, I didn't put down no game, no stupid Nothing. shit. I was just like, "Hey no." Me and my nope. friend are mad but, hungry. But I and I and I will say this, and I and I've told you this privately, but I'll tell you this publicly now. Yeah. I appreciate you so much for taking one for the team there. Oh. <laughs> I, Trenos, Battler <laughs> of Gookin. Uh, because <laughs> oh my God. That uh, look. Look. You can't look a gift horse in the mouth. Mm. And was, <laughs> no, you cannot. You can't. <laughs> That's like, why. But that's why, yeah, you have uh, no limits. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I am truly that champion. That championship means more than just what it's named. <laughs> yeah, I I earned my no limits moniker that day. Like, yes, th- and don't get me yes, wrong, we're not making sure. fun of this girl because at one point when we were younger, me and this girl dated, and then we were just kind of yeah. cool. And then like, yeah, she was like, "Hey, like I made you dinner now." No, it was very, very nice of her. <laughs> she just uh, by the point in time where I met her, because I remember you gave me the backstory and and at, you know from when y'all when y'all dated and but like something happened to her and she wasn't quite right. Yeah, like something you happened I mean? and she was like, uh, it was a little bit of drugs. Like we like we drifted apart. She went to some <laughs> party. Somebody gave her a drug, and she was never quite the same after that. Yeah, yeah. I still I mean, she check always, on her. Yeah, is she, is she still around? Like she's still around. I still check on her, but we're not like okay, we're not like we used to be. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's was because I'm like, hey, like I'm a different person now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was always very nice to me, but but uh, I could tell you straight up at that point in time in my life, uh, I appreciate you taking one for the team, though. Look, she made me <laughs> like, and I like that was like the deal, like the unspoken deal. Like once we got there, we were eating and shit, and we we're like fucking devouring shit because we were literally like, I think we hadn't eaten besides at work in like two I, days. I was 120 pounds, including pimples, at that time. <laughs> right, and that's like, how real thin I was. We were so hungry to drive from where we were, which was like Caroline Street to like Ramona Park, was like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, pretty I sure we broke some <laughs> I drove, laws. I drove that beater pretty fast <laughs> to get there. Because, <laughs> like, I told her, oh, me and my man on the way. And then 10 minutes later, we was at the mm-hmm. door. Absolutely. So like, Absolutely. we eating, we parlaying. I got a big-ass cup of red Kool-Aid because she mm-hmm. made it like a black person. Yep. That yeah, I do remember sweet. the Kool-Aid. That shit, that shit was, was diabetes good. in a cup. <laughs> but I love that shit. All- yeah, you know what? So that's the way to do it, though. If you drinking it and it don't stain the corners of your mouth, you didn't mix it right. <laughs> that's right. That's absolutely right. So, like, we, I'm sipping on my Kool Aid. She gives me the little tap, and she was like, "Well, it's time to pay up." And I was like, hey, <laughs> "We, we, we ain't got no money." She was like, "I don't want no money." <laughs> so I look, I look back at JC, and I'm like, "Yo, like, 
just just chilling, eating the TV on and shit like that. I gotta go do this business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I gotta go in here and get Mr. Ray his cigarettes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You did. You, you know, you had to pay the price to, uh, for us doing the heist there that day. But uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, one one of the the fondest uh, memories I I have. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna us. go into um, I'm gonna go into deeper detail. I'm about to tell them how how great okay. of a friend you are. <laughs> oh, oh boy. So we're not gonna get very graphic. But so I'm in the room doing the deed that I was asked to do which literally didn't require me to do anything. The lights are off. There's all these Uh weird noises happening. And then I hear like a gag and a pop. (laughs) Like a, (laughs) like one of those joints. Yep. And I felt like I got sneezed on. So I'm like, Hey, what's going on? Are you okay? And I turn, I reach over and I turn the light on and I am now covered from the navel down in blood. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how something like that would happen. But years later found out that you know that little thing at the back of your throat? The uvula? <laughs> she ripped mm-hmm. it. That's what that was. She ripped it. I never see. I never knew that part. I always thought it was like a nosebleed or something. No, she ripped her uvula. And because there was nowhere for the blood to go, it went out her nose. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, all all I remember is what happened after that. So I come running out covered in a towel. And this not is not just a towel. No, you're you're when you say a towel, like I'm thinking a big towel. It was like a little freaking washcloth oh, yeah. you had. Yeah, she covering yeah, the like, covering the goods, and you're like, "Yo, let's go!" And I'm like, like, "Huh?" Like, "Yo, we yeah, gotta go!" go. Ahead, like, look at this shit. You like, look, we gotta go, and like. Like clockwork, I'm getting the blood cleaned off of me. She's being all apologetic. I'm telling her it's not her fault. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. Um, she's packing us food mm-hmm. while I'm like yeah. freaking out in the bathroom, thinking that I like killed this girl, even yeah. though she's talking uh, to me. And I'm sitting here like, you know, food coma, right? right? Watching sports, uh, Sports Center, and all this is going on. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What? Wait, what? Why is she bleeding? I'm thinking, okay, it's, you know, three o'clock in the morning. Uh, Puerto Rican dude. African-American dude. Right. White chick. Mm-mm. Blood. Blood. We got to go. I'm like, uh-uh. I, I, yo, we, we, yo. And our little doggy bags of food and off we went. <laughs> yeah, like and here's the thing, like she called me like so embarrassed. And I was I like, hey, look, that. I was just scared for you. I thought you got really hurt, and I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Because yeah. I technically did nothing. <laughs> like yeah. I was just kind of sitting on the bed and like she was yeah. doing her thing in the dark, and then all of a sudden there was blood all over me. Yeah, no, and it, and it's cool that she was cool about it, you know. Um, she made it several still, dinners yeah, after that. Yes, she did. Uh, yes, she did. She was a very, very gracious hostess. So, her lasagna uh, is fire. If, you, uh, if you're listening, I won't say your name, but I do remember your name. Um, but if you are listening, thank you. 20 yeah. some odd years later, thank you. Yeah, you was feeding us. You, you kept us alive on a couple of days. Like, there was a couple of days where you was just like, because she would call sometimes and be like, hey, you, I know you guys are hungry. 
And I look yep. at I look at John, he look at me, and I'm like, you know, we about to go, right? We about to ride. To mm-hmm. the the, we got to go to the heart of the hood, sir. <laughs> we had to, we had we had to go there, but you know, a small sacrifice for the great reward. Right, and I remember that ride home, like us being like sort of in complete silence for half of it, and then you being like, so. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. It was, uh, it, it was, it, it, cause it was, uh, cause I didn't know how to actually position it to you. Cause I'm like, um, you guys, it's so awkward. It's an awkward situation. Like right. you don't know what, you know, you, you don't, Yo, did you, you, did you, you punch her, bro? You, like <laughs> you see it on TV or you hear about it or you read it, you know, and in some sort of, um, entertainment piece. But then, it happens in real life and you're like, uh, did this really just happen? Like, okay. And I'm sitting here driving, trying to think food smelled good, by the way, in the, in the Hell take yeah. home that we had. And I'm just sitting there like, part of me is thinking, how am I going to hide this from lunchbox? Um, and then the other, <laughs> <laughs> and then the other part of me is thinking, nosy me really wants to know what the hell happened right. without needing the full details. So I was trying to figure this out in my head, and I could see you kind of from my peripheral, like looking like you were waiting for it. Yeah, I was. <laughs> and I did. I did. I didn't know how to position it until finally I was like, "All right, what the fuck happened?" <laughs> it was like well, you were like, "So, um, what the fuck was that?" And I was like, "Hey, yo, I've been waiting for you to ask me this whole time." <laughs> like I was like, "Bro, she was doing the, the thing." Whole time. Uh, she was doing the yep. thing, and then she like sprouted like a fountain, blood from her nose. Yeah, it was uh, just strange, insane. We did we did get a, a chuckle about it though when we got home. It was the was... most blood I have ever seen. I can't imagine. All I know is I I like I said I remember seeing her face and you with the little like, towel, and I'm like, there was blood all over me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I just was looking, looking around like, like that, like that meme, like that, that gift meme of that, like side eye, like the eye going left, right, left, right, and it's like that was me, totally. But we're giggling a, about it on the way home and shit. But like, oh, she's calling me, and I'm trying to check on her and stuff like that. But at the same time, I was just like, that was so strange. But we got doggy bags out of it. I was so happy yeah. about the amount of food that oh, she yeah. gave us. Yeah. And then like, I'm like, she, how are we gonna hide it. this? Was yeah. one, like I think we like didn't we eat it? Didn't we, we went eat right it to we your home? room and ate? We just yeah. went right because we were like, <laughs> if we put this in the refrigerator, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we just like I'm, grabbed spoons and paper plates and like went to your room. Oh, and now ate. that I'm thinking about it, I remember one of those times she made the homemade mac and cheese. It was the yeah. first time I had homemade mac and cheese, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so after that shit floored me. She grew up great. in the she grew up in the hood with us, and like her her foster mom was black. So this girl cooked like a black girl, mm. but she was, was very white. she was very white. But it was like you know, I mean, homemade mac and cheese and on like a random Thursday night. Yeah, collard greens, hot sauce. I mean, I was, I am not, I am Puerto Rican and Italian, but my God, I was like, I had the the, the soul food set up there, and I was like, ah, there's a part of me here that's like really like. Oh my god! Like this is great. <laughs> like, oh, this is awesome. I was, I was, uh, I was in my, I was, I was in my, I was in my happies, as uh, my my wonderful girlfriend Michelle would say. I was in my happies. Shout out to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> she's upstairs. She's not. Uh, she's she's upstairs with the kids. 
So like, uh, like yeah, like we would like we would have shenanigans like that, and then the wedge happened. And you, I want to yeah. tell you the truth. The whole time the wedge was happening, I was like, man, we used to be like this. Like we used to. Like, yeah. If I called John right now, I was like, hey yo, homegirl made us a meal. Would he answer? I would have absolutely. <laughs> I would have. Are you kidding me? So like when it when it comes when it comes to the wedge, here's the thing. Um, I. I can count on one hand how many times I hung out with that person um, in 13 years. Yeah. Right. So imagine every time that that person would motherfuck me to someone else or put something online or a podcast or something right about me. How many times, how irritating it would be for me to, to, to have to speak to it. Or speak about it when I'm like, I don't fucking know what what that idiot's thinking. I don't right. talk to them. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, I I began distancing myself right. from that person a very 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 long time ago, and I think that is what drove that wedge deeper into you, uh, into anybody else that was not around me to hear my side of the story because I didn't broadcast. I never broadcast my side of the story of the wedge. I figured I was, you know, I'm the type of person that's kind of let, let people figure it out for themselves. If they ask, I'll tell, but you know, um, you know, let people figure it out for themselves. And as more and more people were figuring it out, some still play both sides of the fence. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. You know, real. I mean? I'm not going to say but, that name because um, you know who I, you know, I'm, yeah. Yeah. But you know, some will play both sides of the fence, but in the same, like before they didn't, they were a hundred percent team wedge. Right. And then it's like, okay, yeah, we know the wedge does this, but and it's like, but what, you know, an asshole is an asshole, no matter who it is. Right. Um, and, and so that was a lot of that was um, like a lot of my personal journey, especially in the wrestling world was when that wedge drove, you know, there it was, it was, you know, I was either right. I either, tolerated them enough to be able to do the things that I like doing, like, you know, being a wrestler, being a performer, whatever. But anytime JC money, the character would exceed that wedge, whether it was, I, you know, I could turn around and look, you and I know we were in the ring just six, seven months ago. The first three minutes of it was us just looking at the crowd and bullshitting. right? Right. They couldn't do that if they tried. No. Um, but it was just things like that, the little things, right? The little fine details that, you know, that are important in, in a situation like that. And and as that was happening for me and as, you know, the, you know, the, the, the out, Hellcat outcast that I was, right, that I was labeled that was outshining all those freaking clowns that were there um, in his circle. Mm-hmm. That's when it started becoming, uh, you know, I'm an egotistical person brick i'm this i'm this to whomever and wherever and then it would get back to me and then i would just be like okay well you know what fuck him fuck him fuck him fuck her fuck them yo cool you'll see it soon fuck all that and i and i pulled myself away willingly i willingly pulled myself away um because of that so yeah but yeah but yeah to answer your question yeah if you would have called me and said uh hey want some food Let's go. Yo, where you at? I I'll had a girlfriend up. at the time and she used to throw down. I had this girlfriend that used to throw down and shit. And we mm. li- like we lived on Gregory Street and she used to throw down. And I was like, yo, man, like maybe I should call John and just be like, yo, come over and fucking eat, bro. Yeah, I would I absolutely would have. But you know what? You know what though? I don't take any of, of that those experiences back 
because those experiences helped mold who I am now before you yeah. and before everybody else. You know what I mean? If none of those things happened, um, I don't think I would have, I don't necessarily want to say that I, I wouldn't have appreciated what I have now with, with the people that are in my life, the people that are in your life uh, at the moment that they're in your life, they're there for a reason. Yeah. And when you have people that have been around for as long as you've been around me, or long as Perez has been around me or Brandon has been around me, Ryan, you know, like my, you know, d d chip. Oh, um, uh oh, <laughs> 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 chirp down. I'm about ready to get the keys. All right. We got to run. <laughs> but, uh, um, the, uh, you know, everybody that's around you, you know, they're around you for a reason, Yeah, you know, and, and, you know, there's, 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 something to that you know and so I, I i while i think absolutely i would have picked up the phone and been like yeah let's go and i think our relationship would have still been you know as tight as it was but um i think it'd be a little bit different today than it would be you know had we come together before that 20 uh, uh, the 2012 get together at ospw when it was just like come here right, you right. know um you know, so I think uh, it was right around know, that time too, where I was feeling that way, and then like a couple minutes, like a couple months later, we saw each other. And was like, "Hey, yo, like, yeah, yeah. what are we fighting?" It was, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was just like, you know, it, 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 none of that mattered, and um, you know, grand scheme of things, to get back to the big picture, I, I, I truly subscribe to the big picture uh, theory. I hate, you hate to use the term theory in anything because when I think of that, I think of conspiracy theories. Yeah, uh, and conspiracy theorists are weird. But hella weird. Um, yeah, but uh, you know the the there is something there is something to, um, you know, the big picture. Thinking of things in the big picture and holistically, and just kind of overall, like one person can really affect the lives of a lot of people. And yeah, again, to to be able to control the controllable, um, what you can control is the energy that you personally emit, and and when you emit you know, the right energy you attract, you will attract whatever energy you bring in. I emitted a lot of negative energy for a long period of time. Yeah. And, and it, that kind of returned itself. So when I started, when I got to that balance that I mentioned earlier, getting right with me yeah. and changing my flow, changing my mindset, changing the energy that I was emitting. And I was boom, you know, it was just all good. And whoever came along, came along. I have to say, Cam, I've been richly rewarded. I'm not a rich person, you know. Right. I'm okay, but I'm not rich, um, contrary to my character name. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in so many other ways, better ways than fiscally. Uh, I'm very rich. And now I'm at a point where I genuinely appreciate that and appreciate the people that I have. And I don't think of... You know, I don't think of my people as just friends. You know, I think of my people, you know, my people, my, I call you my sister. Yeah. You were my brother and, and then you, you, you know, you transitioned and you, okay, you're my sister. Um, your family, uh, Perez's family, Brandon's family, Ryan's family, Mr. Paul's family, you know, like all, all these people, all the people that are, you know, around and I've been close to y'all are family. And, and I, I genuinely appreciate that. So it's getting, you know, when you get right with yourself there and you get to that point, um, everything's a compliment. 
and nothing anyone uh, can say can phase me. I can still get pissed off because it's like, what the hell? I'm, you know, I'm annoyed that I'm still being brought up by this individual, right? For dumb shit. Um, but like in the same, I ain't losing a wink of sleep over it now. You know, it right. doesn't impact my day. I still go and do my thing and uh, still will uh, at this point now cosplay with this because uh, <laughs> because you took it from me, you bastard. <laughs> now, look, look, like it's not cosplaying once a, a No Limits champion, always a No Limits champion. Everybody nah. who's won that No Limits championship. Well, uh, there's a few people who there's a few shouldn't have. Had it. I know that. I know that. I know the history. <laughs> there's a few. <laughs> there's a few guys who I was like, hey, what the fuck are you doing to the legacy? of this yeah. belt? But like, yeah. yeah, them aside, like once you're a No Limits champion, you're always a No Limits champion. I being the most decorated No Limits champion. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, I, 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 I like it. I feel that my my brief little run that I had uh, with it was, uh, you know, I, I put my little spin to it, call it Big Blue. And, um, you know, kind of, I, I feel like I inserted a little bit of improv comedy to it. Yeah, and, everybody uh, brought their own thing to it. Mine was, yeah, I brought intensity. Good. You brought intensity. I brought the eh, maybe. All right, Larry. Larry <laughs> David meets David. Larry David meets Anthony Jeselnik. That was my No Limits title run. Right, and like, <laughs> uh, I, I want to talk about like how this has um, the balance has affected me over time. Like what happened? Sure. Like us meeting each other back in 2012. That was like really back at the beginning of my transition. I transitioned like a year later. Yeah, it was. It wasn't too long after that. I, no, I, it was I like feel. a year later. Like I started um, HRT at thirty three years old, so that was like twenty thirteen. Yeah. Um, my mom. But you didn't. Like, you didn't announce it publicly. I think for a while, but you started it not too long after that. Right. I started uh, HRT in two thousand thirteen, and then I announced that I was trans in like two thousand and fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, I want to say fifteen because I remember. I remember uh, Gabriel Saint coming on my podcast when I first started gear network yeah. and you were still Gabriel saint. Yeah. Um, but then it wasn't too long after that, that you had announced it. And I remember actually messaging you saying, Hey, I'm proud of you for being who you are. Do you have an updated picture of who you are? So I can replace Gabriel saint on the episode description with who you are. Cause I personally felt <coughs> that that was, that that was important um, not just for you, but just in general to know that I wasn't interviewing a character. I was interviewing my sibling. Right. And my sibling is who she is. I wanted that reflected, you know, on that. So, And then you had you were like, yep. And you sent me your 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 OG profile picture. Yeah. Uh, which which I was actually looking at the other day and I'm like, Man, she looks bad different now. <laughs> I do. But, I look uh, like I look super different. Um. I, which is coming up soon. I'm I'm getting a new face. I chose uh, the John Travolta from Face. <laughs> I was um, about to say. I was about to say. Are you Travolta or uh, or uh, or uh, um, Cage? Nicholas Coppola. No, I'm. <laughs> I'm. Uh, <laughs> I I chose. Uh, if we're if we're doing the face off, I chose Travolta. I want the cleft. All right. Very <laughs> perfect. I want the Very booty. Good. I want the booty chin. Um, the booty chin. Yeah, but like I like the the balance for me came when I was like, wait a minute, like this huge weight is off me. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, there's naysayers. There's gonna be negativity. Like I had to deal with Rick Matrix saying weird shit to me. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I had to like laughing in my face, like I wouldn't like destroy him. Uh, mm -hmm. I I still have to remind people every day. Hey, don't let these titties fool you. My hands still work. 
<laughs> like my hands still work. I, I feel like you might have said that to somebody before the UPW twenty show. Yeah, like I was like, I will, like I will punch you so many times. Like, don't let these titties fool you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've, I've softened a lot. A lot of shit that I would have beat people up for. I just, I'm like, you know what? Like, it's not, it's not uh, you know, it. I'm gonna challenge that. I don't think it's as much softened as much as you've grown up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it, again, equating the importance of what really truly matters. Like, um, be, you know, I uh, I guess softened is a, a term, but I don't I don't want I I feel like by saying that it's it's like uh oh, just kind of eh, whatever. But no, like you've grown you you value you value your relationships. Yeah. You you value the time that you spend with the people that you care about. I see it every show with you. Right. You have a great time and, and everybody loves you. And, you know, I know that when I'm there and you're there, make a power in shakes. And so much so that the boss even has to come back and like, okay, the crowd's quiet for this match. They can hear you though. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I think like I've been able to embrace like being in the moment more. Before I had mm-hmm. to think about like, oh, can they see how gay I am? Ooh, like I'm being too effeminate. Because like let's be real, before you met me, like I was a different creature. Mm-hmm. I was a completely different creature before like Tiger started bringing me around you. Like mm-hmm. I was like a long-haired, wore, wore leather dresses. Well, I I remember meeting you in the park, I don't know if you remember this, in the parking garage of the uh across the street from the Sibley building when MCC was there in 1999. Holy I don't shit. know if you remember that. I think I, I don't do know if you remember that. that. I that was when I remember first meeting you was there um there was uh uh, uh an an ex-girlfriend of yours that was a mutual acquaintance that uh you you the two of you were there um smoking and i remember that was the first time i met you but i was walking to my car the old the aforementioned 91 cavalier yeah but we 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 had gone to mcc together in 1999 yeah and that's where i remember first meeting you there and then uh we came back in contact i think not too long after that because of the wedge right and like i before that like like i was like wearing leather dresses i was working at a drag club and like I had like a steady job and because I was embarrassed of what my job was and I didn't want everybody knowing I quit my mm-hmm. job and was just like poor for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, cause I, I have this, I had this set of skills that like I couldn't share with my friends. I couldn't be like, Hey, yo, like I can turn myself into a different person with a palette of makeup. They were like, nobody yeah. would have been like, what? Like they would have been like, it! like that's what they would have did. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. I, I had to hide. I had to walk around with this, like, this weird feeling it was like i was angry at everybody because they wouldn't let me be myself but i was also angry at myself because i had to lie yeah well you know that's it's you were you were also keep in mind 20 something years younger and you grew up in a in a time in our society when it was viewed as a negative thing you know what i mean it was viewed as a negative. If you, you know, uh, shame, shame, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was that type of, it was that type of shit. God forbid, you know what I mean? Uh, somebody's themselves like, okay, cool. You know, and, and, you know, Canada always had it right. It seems, you know, they were just like, uh, okay, cool. 
great. Um, and, and I just, I never, I never understood that. Like now I think if, if you from 20 years ago was in like today's environment, which is a, as crazy as it might be, it's, it's far more accepting. I feel of, of, of people being themselves. I think, um, I don't think you would have had as much anger, uh, for anything other than the dumb shit you may see on social media. Oh yeah. The anger was just deep in me beforehand. Cause mm-hmm. like coming up in foster care and being told that what I was was criminal, constantly being mm-hmm. punished for it. Um, like mm-hmm. I, like at periods of time, my hair was cut because it was too long and they didn't allow yeah. boys to have long hair in the household I was yeah. in. And, Yep. Like they were changing, like telling me like I couldn't wear like certain clothing and like they wanted me to like uh, butch up your voice. Like I was just mad. I was always mad. Mm-hmm. And then like growing up in like a Caribbean family and like having mm-hmm. like an African-American Caribbean family where you hear like just like unfettered homophobia all the time. And then joining a industry where that was the thing. I right, was just that was where time. Yeah, I I could understand that, and you know, it's uh, I'm I'm glad that you though have have kind of come to that peace and and you know embrace yourself and you know again I, I I knew you then and I know you now, and the the difference between the two is astounding. It, uh, you genuinely do not carry that anger anymore. No, but I, I remember I there's a few there's. Yeah, well, that yeah, but that's fine. That's if, if controlling the controllable. You now control that, yeah. right? Whereas before, there were times where you might not have. You might have just raged and then and like, fuck, right. you know. Um, now you're like, and and there's one instance. I won't I won't give the boss any names or anything like that. But it was it was actually recent where I remember somebody backstage said something or did something that I know would have set you off before you thought about it and where i where i know you change is i remember you were upset about it um this this person character um and you and i saw it on your face and i was like what's wrong and you had told me and i remember looking at you and saying breathe let it you know just kind of think about it really quickly and if you're gonna attack it attack it when you're back to your balance because when when cam is when cam is you know thinks before does uh there's not very many things that can stop her right and i remember saying that and it was just before my music went off and, and you looked at me you're like okay right I, and and it, and and i was like old you would have been like oh okay all right, let's go. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> old me would have just like old me would have been just I would have just fought like I would have just fought right yeah. there. Like, and, yeah. like, and I I, yeah. I don't. Ex- and here's the thing. I don't even remember what it was about because that's how changed I am. Like, I don't exactly I don't dwell on it. I don't yeah. even remember what it was. I remember someone said something that made me really upset. I know it, it was it like was, borderline. Yeah. And I was like, hey. Yeah. All right, <laughs> like, but you, know. but you, you, you thought about it. You saw, you, you know, you sought out a trusted confidant. I, I would hope I, yeah. I would be there, and talked it out first. Got the, got a different opinion, and was like, okay, let's, let's bring it back down a bit, and think about it from this scope here. Yeah, what's this gonna do? You know, in the grand scheme of things, what does it matter? Big picture kind of thing. You know, that's what I'm all about now, and um, that's why. 
I, I find so much joy with all of my relationships, all my friendships and, and just life in general. Like, like I say, I, I've said it a million times, life rips and it really does. It rips if you allow it to, and you can really dictate, control that and, and dictate your own destiny. All right. All right. So we, we hit y'all with a lot of heavy shit, but mm-hmm. you already, y'all know what time it is. If you've been listening to Tranos and the lived experience for a while, you know what time it is. If you hear click, click, cough, cough, be an adult. Nigga, I do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's that's cool. That's cool. Um, I do I do have the oh, there it is. You know, I I I got a little something like that. I bought for my birthday. I haven't used it yet though. Oh, you still haven't used beautiful. it yet? I haven't used it yet. It was uh, our our buddies at uh, Wonderland Lions bought it and I bought it for myself for my birthday and I wish they had two because I would have bought two because it's really a beautiful looking piece of glass it is like I I like I'm look I look at it and I'm like I almost feel bad like you know doing that out of there right because like it's really sharp looking like yeah. so I I more admire it now but I, I will break it out though this is Deep Space Nine, also known as the Nebulizer, also known as uh, what do we name it the other day? Oh, oh yeah, the dragon, the Dragon Dagger. Yeah, I could tell you right now, I've I've used an instrument like that a time or two, and uh, I was feeling the uh, space is the place. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> and I was legit talking like that too. That was my real voice. <laughs> it wasn't me impersonating them. <laughs> Uh, cool, cool. Yeah, well, I, do, I, I, are we on time constraints? Because I, I do, I do actually, I feel bad having to cut it short. If I, if I, no, we're not on time constraints. Okay, um, I do have to uh, drop my beautiful children off, unfortunately, to their, to their mother. <laughs> no, we did like a, we did like an hour and eight minutes. Like generally, oh, my, nice. my episodes are only like a half an hour, but like, I oh was like, wow, no, we're having, right. we're having fun. So like, this is yeah, hell yeah, in its entirety. Um. So before uh, anything, you got anything you want to say to the crowd before you leave? I just want to say, everybody, uh, you know, well, first to you, thank you for having me here on on your podcast. I I appreciate it. I, it's always good seeing you. Always good talking to you. Um, and you know, to be able to share kind of my adult story now, uh, and and just let everybody know, um, you know, you're not alone. No, you know, no, you're not alone. It doesn't matter who you know who you are, what you believe in, whatever. You know, we're all human and remember to be human and, and and if you if you do that then you know again life's gonna rip for you but uh, to your audience uh thank you for supporting tranos uh thank you for supporting my sister and her ventures here and uh i hope everybody you know i want to be the, among the last to say merry christmas and uh, the first to say happy new year to everybody uh you know thank you for uh for hearing me out and with that being said, this has been Tranos and the Lived Experience. I have been your host, Cameron Maharajarel. <laughs> <laughs>